1: Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News coverage you can count on.
0: Forty-two thousand households across uh, Wake County are without power this morning. Trees are down and debris is scattered on the ground. Coming up, I'll explain what we know now in the aftermath of last night's
1: storms. Plus, breaking news: heavy smoke and flames spotted near downtown Raleigh as. Is- Crews battle a fire, what they believe may have caused it.
2: And you can see our cold front sliding through. The storms are over for now, but I'll show you why the heat will linger.
3: And Mega Millions Mania. A Duke professor explains how to increase your chances of winning ahead of tonight's historic $1.55 billion jackpot how to best choose the numbers, should you wanna buy your ticket. Good morning, everybody. It is 4.30, great to have you with us on this Tuesday. After yesterday's wild weather, um, you know, Kelsey mentioned Mm -hmm. the 40,000 people in Wake County without power. My house is one of them. Yeah. Got ready in the dark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and not alone with some of the folks out there this morning, a lot of customers feeling the same thing. That storm whipped through. Last it night.
3: was intense.
1: Wow. Elizabeth Gardner in the WR Severe Weather Center right now with where we stand. Hopefully that has moved on out.
2: It has. Well, it was a level three risk yesterday and uh, it definitely uh, held, held up to uh, what we were expecting, unfortunately. Our cold front is moving through right now. We may get a slight drop in our humidity today. doesn't feel like it just yet, but behind this front we should see a slight drop but take a look at all these storm reports the white circles are where we had wind damage Uh, we did end up with a few spots where uh, those gray circles are uh, winds that were uh, even stronger than the in the white circles so a lot of folks seeing wind damage especially from the triangle area southward we didn't see as much of that up near the uh, Virginia line Uh, Wake County still has uh, more than uh, 25,000 I think uh, Kelsey just said 42,000 folks in Wake County without power so that's the area still seeing the worst power outages, but we're seeing them spread across a good bit of the viewing area. For today, things are looking good. This is our tower. Um, It is lit for clear. We'll see clear to partly cloudy skies. A little bit of cloud cover for us this morning, but that should clear out pretty quickly today. 73 degrees is our current temperature. Our dew point is 70, so it's still a warm and muggy start. It'll be a bit on the steamy side today and tomorrow and then Thursday and Friday, we move back to a tropical feel. Here's a look at temperatures through the day. By lunchtime, we're in the mid-80s. We'll see a high of 91 this afternoon.
1: Thanks Elizabeth. We are tracking breaking news for you this morning. Many of you are waking up in the aftermath of last night's severe storm, and right now there is a tree hanging over a part of a busy road and the removal process could affect your morning drive. W-R-L's Kelsey Coffee joins us live right now near Ridge Road and Lewis Farm Road. Kelsey, I have to imagine this is just one of many downed trees that we have seen across our area.
0: Yes, this is one of many, and about 42,000 households are still without power this morning. So this tree here on Ridge Road has covered the entire southbound lane. And then if we pan over a little bit, you can see that there's debris all on the ground here. This is actually in front of someone's yard. So there's uh, power outages across the county, and that could cause traffic issues with stoplights being out on so many intersections. We got... Video for you to now take a closer look at. During a 15 minute period on Monday night, there were 485 lightning strikes. The storm had wind gusts up to 60 miles per hour and carried. There were at least two instances of trees falling on homes, Proctorville Baptist Church caught fire last night, and it's not clear how that fire started. But people on social media are saying that lightning was the cause. So please be safe out there as you're headed on the roads, lots of debris on the ground. So just be careful on your morning drive. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Raleigh.
3: Good morning, Ken Smith here in the W Area Live Center. We're taking a closer look at the power outages that Kelsey just mentioned. Look at the Duke outage map right now. Uh, right now, we're seeing 43,000 customers are without power here in the Raleigh-Durham area. Uh, 39,000 really in the Raleigh-Nightdale cary area, all, uh, all without power this morning. And you can see from this outage map, it's been a problem all throughout uh, North Carolina as a result of the storms from last night. We'll keep tracking these numbers during the morning. Uh, We're going to find out from Duke Energy exactly when some of these uh, power outages can be restored, and we'll keep you informed here in the
1: WRA Live Center. Thanks, Ken. We just got this new video into our newsroom in Garner. One of our photographers took this video on Cedar Lane. You can see a tree in someone's yard there just split in half right there during those strong storms.
3: All new this morning, we've learned last night's severe storms across the South and Southeast claimed the lives of at least two people. The first is in Alabama. Officials there say a 28-year-old man was killed after being hit by lightning. It happened in the parking lot of an industrial park in the city of Florence.
1: Second death happened in upstate South Carolina. Officials in Anderson County say a 15-year-old drove to his grandfather's home during the height of the storm, and while he was getting out of his vehicle, a large tree uprooted due to the heavy wind and rain.
3: Scary moments in Mooresville when a tree snapped close to a home.
1: Oh my God, oh my God.
3: And down it goes. This video was taken by Tyson Winner. You can see the force of the wind pushing those trees around until one eventually broke.
1: In Raleigh, a massive tree came crashing down onto the side of an apartment building. And this is what it looked like afterwards. The Brighthurst neighborhood pool this morning. You can see the extensive damage from last night's storms. WRL spoke to a man who says he and his wife were sitting outside when that tree snapped within seconds.
4: We jumped inside real quick and we were lucky that nothing came into our patio. But our patio is completely walled in with Limbs and trees right now.
1: He says a lot of the f- pool furniture is broken as well. Luckily, no one was hurt. Anytime there is severe weather in our area, we want to know where it is and when it's safe. You can get out there and upload some pictures to us, videos of storm damage using the report it feature in the WRL News app.
3: More breaking news this morning out of Raleigh, where heavy smoke and flames could be seen spewing from a downtown building. Michael Grace drove the WRL breaking news tracker to the scene near Person Street and Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard as crews work to contain the fire. Michael, is the fire out?
4: Yeah, it's out. It was actually marked under control at 2.45 this morning, but a massive undertaking for these crews. Take a look at this video from the WREL breaking news tracker. Fire chief tells me that the fire started on the second floor and obviously ripped through the attic and the roof. They actually had to get all of the crew members out of there before they hit it with water from above just because of how much debris was falling off the roof. In fact, one piece of debris actually came down and pierced One of the fire hoses, so it just shows you how heavy that debris is. Those fire hoses, very, very strong. Now, right now, they are investigating the cause, but the fire chief says the bulk of this investigation is going to come on later in the morning when they have some more sunlight. But very thankful that all these crew members are out here and safe. Right now, they're starting to wrap up uh, the physical investigation for right now. But again, they're going to be back out here tomorrow, and we're going to hopefully get a better understanding of what actually caused this fire.
1: Live in Raleigh, Michael Grace, W R E L News. Today, friends and family of a Moore County woman who disappeared nearly a month ago will hold a prayer vigil in her honor. Alicia Watts was last seen July 16th, headed to Charlotte with her boyfriend James Dunmore. He was found unresponsive in her SUV in Anson County two days later, but there was no sign of Watts. Police consider Dunmore a person of interest in her disappearance. The vigil will be at... 530 tonight, Southern Pines Primary School.
3: UNC Chapel Hill police are investigating a report of rape on campus. Officers say the attack happened near the undergraduate library around 6 Sunday night. An alert was sent to students, and the investigation has some uneasy.
0: I definitely won't go out at night alone. Um, I mean... I'm like a little. I'll definitely be alert walking back to where I live. Um, probably not gonna have my headphones and just make sure that I'm hearing everything. But yeah, just being more alert in general and not doing anything too risky.
3: Police are looking for a man who is about five foot seven and was last seen wearing a blue shirt and shorts. Anyone with information should call UNC police.
1: Today, a ceremony will be held to celebrate the completion of the Day Resource Center in Fayetteville. City leaders will hold a passing of the keys ceremony this morning at 930. The Day Resource Center brings homeless service providers together under one roof to make it easier for people to receive help.
3: Happening today, minority business leaders will get together in Pinehurst for day two of an executive networking conference in Pinehurst. The National Institute for Minority Economic Development is hosting the conference and golf tournament. Today, Governor Roy Cooper will be the keynote speaker at noon. Business leaders kicked off the conference yesterday with remarks from Congresswoman Valerie Fouchy and North Carolina Secretary of State Elaine Marshall. This conference is a way for business execs to build relationships and to market opportunities.
1: It's a record on the line tonight, $1.55 billion. That's the Mega Millions jackpot. It's the largest jackpot in this game's history, third largest jackpot overall ever. Two Powerball jackpots have been larger. The largest was over 2 billion. The record setting mega millions jackpot has been months in the making, no one being able to match all the numbers since mid April. A Duke University professor explains how to increase your chances of winning.
4: Don't pick numbers. If you pick birthdays, you're not going to go over 31. Uh, and if you pick months, you're not going to go over 12. If you, even the worst thing to do is to take the diagonal or a, or the top line or something like that.
1: All right, let the computer do it. He says winning this jackpot is 300 times less likely than being struck by lightning. If you do win the lottery, we have a guide for what you should and should not do on wrl.com. Tonight's drawing will be live right here on wrl at 11 p.m.
3: The cousin of the Uvalde school shooter is in jail this morning, accused of planning another school shooting, who police in Texas credit for stopping the potential
1: attack. Plus, well, a popular nursing pillow for babies has been linked to more infant deaths than the government has announced. What you need to know to keep your child safe.
3: And this is a live look at Raleigh. Cloudy to start, things are much quieter this morning compared to eight or nine hours ago. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRAL Severe Weather Center with a look at what to expect today.
1: From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists.
2: It is 444 and the storms have moved out. We're starting to dry things out. We take a live look at Sanford this morning. Looks like there's a little bit of cloud cover that we'll deal with first thing this morning, but for the most part, it'll be a quiet, very typical summer day. It's going to be warm, a little on the muggy side. Temperatures climb up to around 90, but of course, that keeps us out of heat advisory today. 72 in Lewisburg and Southern Pines, 74 in Fayetteville, 72 in Irwin and South Hills, 73 in Rocky Mount and Wilson. So pretty typical start for us. So walking the dog out there. Uh, no surprises. You might still run into a few puddles, but it really does look uh, like on our cameras that things are drying out pretty nicely. Uh, Around lunchtime, temperatures will be in the mid-80s. We climbed to 91. If you're walking the dog this evening, after work, temperatures will be in the upper 80s under partly cloudy skies.
1: All new this morning, a teenager who is related to the Uvalde school mass shooter is in jail after being accused of threatening to, quote, do the same thing. Police in San Antonio say they arrested 17 year old Nathan Cruz on Monday. Officers say his mother called police after hearing her son on the phone, trying to get an AR 15 and threatening a school shooting. Authorities say Cruz's family lives across the street from an elementary school.
3: President Joe Biden is out West today in the Grand Canyon. His Arizona visit is part of his clean energy and veterans benefits campaign. The president is expected to announce a new national monument today. According to the White House, the monument is to preserve more than 1,500 miles of the Grand Canyon National Park. It will also limit uranium mining. After Arizona, Biden will make stops in New Mexico and Utah.
1: The former Georgia Republican lieutenant governor has to testify before two Fulton County grand juries in Atlanta that could indict former President Donald Trump. Jeff Duncan says he received subpoenas regarding the matter, and Duncan says he and his team will cooperate. Grand jury there is looking into whether Trump and his allies tried to overturn the 2020 presidential election. The district attorney could announce a decision any day. Security is being tightened at the Fulton County Courthouse in Georgia ahead of the possible indictment announcement of former President Donald Trump. The road in front of the building has been closed to traffic and orange barricades and metal barriers line the street. Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis recently hinted that any indictment would be before August 18th. A popular
3: nursing pillow for babies have been linked to more infant deaths than the government has announced. Now the government is planning new safety regulations. The pillows are designed to position baby and mom comfortably for breastfeeding. An NBC News investigation found more than 160 babies have died in incidents involving these nursing pillows since 2007, most commonly when these pillows were used as sleeping devices or to prop babies up. Researchers found nursing pillows that were firmer with more defined edges were safer.
1: Kia is recalling more of its cars because of possibility of catching on fire. Five on your side found it involves newer Kia Nero and Nero plug-in hybrid models. Fluid can leak onto a circuit board and start a fire in the engine compartment. Letters about the recall and the free repair will go out to owners by the end of September. Last week, we told you about a warning to Hyundai and Kia owners to park outside because of a fire risk.
3: The Orange County Rape Crisis Center has announced major staffing cutbacks. In a letter to supporters on Friday, the center announced plans to cut staff by 50 percent in the coming year. It will also cut back on or completely get rid of many of its programs. The executive director, Rachel Valentine, says the current budget crunch may be the largest in the center's entire history. She wrote that in the 14 years she's worked with the agency, she has never seen a challenge so steep.
1: New research found a surprising reason to explain why more people around the world are becoming resistant to antibiotics. Scientists say air pollution may be to blame. They studied a type of pollutant and antibiotic resistance in 166 countries and found the more pollution in the air, the higher the level of antibiotic resistance. They don't know why this happens, but scientists say they will conduct more studies to try to figure it out. Antibiotic resistance has become a major problem around the world, and the U.N. says it is, quote, a fundamental threat to the entire planet's health and safety.
3: We have new video this morning of a tornado moving through central New York. This happened yesterday as that severe storm system moved across the U.S. and along the East Coast. The twister is believed to have touched down near the town of Munsville. So far, there have been no reports of any injuries. No tornadoes for us, but we certainly had damaging winds, that severe weather that blew through Wake County and many other parts of the viewing area, Elizabeth. That was intense. Boy, and watching it
2: uh, yesterday afternoon too, there were numerous tornado warnings uh, around Charlotte and all of that moved almost to our viewing area. We did end up with uh, some of our Western counties with a tornado warning, but fortunately, um, no tornadoes for us. We did have a lot of trees down, we did have damage. Um, So uh, yesterday we were talking about the fact that, you know, even if it's just straight line winds, cause a lot of damage trees down. Here's a look at where our front is right now. This front's going to continue to slide eastward. All the storms are over, so they're not going to be any more storms along this front, at least not in our viewing area. And here's a look at the storm reports. We had a wind gust there at RDU up to 46 miles per hour and down in Fayetteville, uh, officially 58 miles per hour. But certainly there could have been some other spots in between where we had winds that were gusting a little higher. And you can see most of the storm reports. Now, all those um, white circles are where people reported damage and so this is where we had trees down, and uh, most of our counties, just not quite up around the Virginia line. It just wasn't quite as strong there. Here's a look, of course, at our power outage map. Still, Wake County has uh, tens of thousands of people without power this morning, and you can see the rest of those clustered, uh, especially say, uh, just north of uh, north northwest of Raleigh and back down toward the Sandhills. Um, so again, a lot of folks dealing without power this morning. Zebulon, live look here. They've got their sprinklers on. We did see some rain yesterday, but it was a fairly fast-moving system. So um, just because we saw some rain yesterday doesn't mean that your yard's not going to be thirsty again in the next couple of days. (laughs) 73 is our temperature. Our dew point sitting at 70, so it's still warm and sticky this morning, and it will still feel like summer today, looking at a high of 91 in Raleigh, 90 in Durham, and 95 in Fayetteville. We don't have a heat advisory, but it's definitely going to be on the the warm side. We take a look at the Bulls games, looking at 86 degrees uh, for today and 87 tomorrow at 630 as the the Durham throughout the first pitch it uh, won't be too bad and it does look like it's going to be nice and dry for the next couple of days a good chunk of the country is going to see some cooler temperatures behind this front for us you can see we stay in the yellow which is going to keep us just a degree or two above normal as we get through the next few days our dew points way up there at 70 so it's feeling tropical for us right now and we do have the potential for above normal temperatures at least for the next week or so now it doesn't mean that it's going to be way above normal but it does look like we see our temperatures climbing close to the weekend. Thursday is going to bring us our next best chance of thunderstorms and I'll walk you through that coming up on Futurecast.
1: Thanks Elizabeth. Here's a stunt. Looks like it's straight out of a movie. Coming up next, the dramatic moments caught on camera here. A pair of deputies pulls off a daring move here trying to stop a runaway boat. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program.
0: Turn your hobby into
3: a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state of the art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early,
4: plus